Today's a very solemn topic. Uh, it's the end of Facebook as we know it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ecom Growth Show. Let's go. It's been a good run. It's been a good run. It's been a good run, but with the iOS 14 updates, um, Facebook is actually going to be going bankrupt. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about today, Dan? Today we're talking about change. Mm-hmm. Now we wanted to throw a clickbaity title out at you so you'd click on it and listen, but we're talking about change and how you need to actually get on board with change and actually how change can benefit you. We always operate from this mindset of things are getting better for us and our clients and our business. Mm-hmm. I want to share some of those insights so you guys can start operating that way as well. Because the, because the default for a lot of people, if you don't intentionally choose a positive outlook on those changes, even though there's a lot of unknowns in that, um, your default is just to be a fear mongerer. That's right. To be I love anxious. that way you said that. <laughs> to, yeah, just, just to be anxious about the future. Um, but yep. what we found, I mean, over and over and over again, uh, we're just in an, in an industry that changes a lot. We are. Every year, in fact, we see these massive changes. We always see it, all the marketers freaking out like this is the end of everything. Mm-hmm. Part of it is because they're marketing new products and services <laughs> to yeah. overcome those changes. But part of it's actual this fear of things are going to go away. Things are going to change. We're not going to adapt and we're going to lose our business. Mm-hmm. But what we find is when you have the right perspective, when those changes comes, um, you find the right solution. And it's those changes that actually give us the opportunity to make things better or get a leg up on the competition. And Facebook ads, it's all about beating the competition, whether you know it or not. Uh, Facebook ads, if you're an online store, you're running ads. The only way you're going to get new customers is if you beat your competitor in the auction process. Exactly. Now let's talk about a few specific changes coming down the pipeline that we're talking about that kind of has everyone fear mongering right now. One is the new iOS 14 update, which basically Apple is saying to Facebook, hey, we're going to let people know mm-hmm. that you're being tracked. iOS 14 saying that. So on your Apple device, you'll have to now opt in to let Facebook track you across the Internet. Mm-hmm. And so the fear is that um, a lot of people will not opt in yeah. and advertisers, online store owners will no longer have the ability to have really solid targeting. Yep. Another fear point right now is Facebook is switching from a 28 day attribution window to a seven day, uh, meaning God, I don't even know how to describe that. Basically. It's a rare circumstance that somebody would see an ad, click that ad, and purchase all in a very direct sequence. Yeah. What's more typical is that you see the ad, you know, maybe you save it, maybe you click on it that evening, shop around, and maybe you don't even make the purchase until a few days later once you've been hit with a few retargeting ads. And so it's this idea that, again, a purchase process is not linear, so in our Facebook saying in our Facebook ads manager reporting, we don't want to um, be naive about the fact that there's some people who purchase outside of 
this window when they click the ad. And so they've they've tested different time windows, you know, like a a one day click or a seven day view of an ad. And what they're trying to do is just figure out an accurate attribution window for, you know, what sales were attributed to what ads. Yeah. And they've always had um, their attribution window up to 28 days, which is really helpful because you get a lot of data. So basically if I was, again, real specific example, if I clicked an ad and I didn't get around to purchasing until 27 days later, that ad would still report a purchase once the purchase actually happens. Yep. Yep. Totally. Which the seven day attribution in my mind doesn't change a ton because we're always looking at the seven day making adjustments. And then you look a while back, you're like, Oh, let's look back in the last 30 days. And you're like, Oh wow. The results were better than I even thought. Mm -hmm. But now it's just, we don't necessarily know if they're attributed to Facebook or not. They're still getting the same purchases. Uh, as far as I know, the data will live somewhere within Facebook. We just won't be able to necessarily report on it. Guys, we don't want to get caught up on the weeds and all this. Like you can read about this pretty much anywhere. Just Google it. What we want to speak to is the mindset behind this, because I see so many people that are reading this stuff and they're worried so much about how it's going to affect their business. How like it's such a fear that it's just going to take out all their sales. Mm hmm. And we come from this such an opposite end of the spectrum and approach. So does our team. That's what I appreciate about even hearing from Wyatt today, where he's saying he's already knows of a bunch of solutions, different apps for tracking and things that we can do to make sure that our clients keep getting good results. Because we always have this mindset that all change is good change. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the people running Facebook and Apple, they're smart dudes, right? Facebook's not going to go away anytime soon. No, I don't think so. Well, but that might. is that is one it of might. the fears, though, right? You know, lots of eyes on big tech right now. Yeah. Um, you know, is Facebook going to go away? I think the bigger question is purchasing online going to go away. No, definitely not. That the, will never the way go away. the way people sell things online, the way they buy online, that has changed forever. That yeah. will ne that will never go back. And so, what we find is that. You know, when things are changing, when they're adapting to a new way of doing things, if there, there's a lot of people, again, this is a competition. This is not a time to, um, you got to be aggressive. Yeah. With your advertising. Yeah. Ethical, but aggressive. Yeah. And what do you mean by that? I just mean you're going to do everything you can to get people to purchase in your store within the bounds of what is ethical. I don't even know how you could step outside of that. It'd be yeah. pretty hard, you know, in terms of like a Facebook ads auction or competition. Yeah. But when there is a change, the people who aren't on top of it are going to be floundering for a little bit. Sometimes it's a couple yeah. months, sometimes it's longer. And so you can look at that and be like, yes, this is my chance to get a little bit further ahead. Yep. Eek ahead of the competition. And you brought up a good point because say these big tech companies do go away. Say Facebook goes away. Instagram goes away. Online shopping will never go away. That means marketing for online stores won't go away. There's just going to be different mediums on how to reach mm -hmm. people. 
at the end of the day, people are still going to be on their mobile devices and there's still going to be ways for you to get in front of them on their mobile devices to get you to their store. Now, I'm not trying to instill more fear of saying Facebook (laughs) and Instagram are going away. I'm just saying if we look long term and where online shopping is heading, it's only growing and uh, everyone on here is in a really good position Mm -hmm. if you're already started in marketing right now. One one thing that I think is that uh, the internet today is not what it's going to be even two years from now. Yeah. I think even that is going to change quite a bit. Yeah. And again, embrace it. Embrace the change. You have to, especially on, on the online store owner space because it's always changing. It's not like a brick-and-mortar store in your hometown that's kind of similar year after year depending on how many tourists come through mm-hmm. this is a landscape that you opted into that says i love change so embrace it love it and it'll actually benefit you mm-hmm. at the end of the day uh, people just aren't wired to really like change so it takes a very intentional choice to embrace that and use it um, for your own growth yeah I wanted to talk a little bit too about how you're consuming these changes and reading and learning about them. A lot of times these Facebook groups are just a fear mongering echo chamber where everyone, one person's fear gets in, then there's thousands comments of everyone else's fears. And you're like, Oh my God, everyone's so scared of this. It's really happening. Mm -hmm. What I would encourage you to do is read the actual updates from uh, say Facebook on what's happening from Apple itself make your own judgments about it and being like, okay, there's this change coming down the pipeline. I'm going to position myself the best I can. But at the end of the day, this is actually going to benefit me and my business because we are going to adapt. The problem with, um, man, just, just diving too far down the rabbit hole is that you just end up future, future tripping and it actually pulls you out of what you can do. That's productive today. And yeah. so everybody anticipating a, a, a dreary future, Yeah, if you spend too much time there, too much focus and energy, it's actually going to diminish what you're able to give to your business today. Yeah, And so it, it's always a balance between living in today, yeah. living in the grace of today, like what, what do I even have a capacity for? What needle can I push today that's actually going to make a difference? It's a balance between that and having wisdom for the future. Yeah, And I think um, when I catch myself future tripping, when I'm scared about the future, and for me, I think it is rooted in fear, but it it's more expressed through anxiousness. I'm just like freaking anxious and I want to strategize. I want to figure something out for tomorrow in the long term. Again, it pulls me out of today, makes me very ineffective. And um, I like what a mentor told us is if you're going to future trip, fine, but at least future trip positive, good things that are going to happen to you because your imagination is so strong. Your brain, you can actually trick your brain thinking that's actually reality. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to future trip, have it be an awesome future Mm -hmm. piece where you want to be because you can actually pull those feelings to the present moment to help you if you are worried about something that's happening in the present. Mm -hmm. I remembered what I was going to say. I think the one thing that I, the the one belief that I have that gives myself permission to start future tripping or getting anxious is this idea that I think 
I'm going to be more prepared for the future. If I spend all this time worrying about it, if I spend all this time being anxious about it, it's somehow going to make me a little bit more prepared. Yeah. But I think that's a total lie, dude, because anytime I do that, more often than not, it doesn't even look the way I thought it was going to look. Totally. And I've just wasted all this time of things that powerful, positive things that I could have been doing today that, you know, if I'm in my practice, if I'm hitting my stride, you know, even just being in that in that rhythm is going to make you way more prepared for what's coming than being anxious about it. Totally. And 2020 was kind of a year of massive changes in general. Mm-hmm. And so these practices can be used and utilized in the future that things, lessons you learned in 2020 can actually propel you and help you in 2021. I know we learned so many things about change and what it looks like and how it benefits us. Uh, even people that lost their businesses are thinking, oh, this is a great opportunity for change right now to get into something that I'm really more passionate about. Uh, you know, it's like a forced change of direction that force people to change and people that are viewing that through the lens of this is going to benefit my future are actually grabbing onto that and creating something really successful in this season. So even when it looks devastating in the present, uh, I believe that change can still be good and benefit your future if you're open to it. Yeah, 100%. So from my end, uh, what I have to contribute to this topic is pretty short and sweet. Anything else you would say on that, Dan? I don't think so, guys. All change is good change and embrace it in the business. And like us, subscribe to us, share this if you think it'll help someone. And we'll see you guys next time.